recap. It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Hey, good morning. It's Danny and Kate. Thanks for hanging with us today. It is a brand new Wednesday. The world is blossoming at your feet, and you are getting ready to enter the garden of life on a Wednesday. You're way too peppy in the morning. It's unnatural. We're going to fill a balloon full of hope, and we're going to float it through that mind of yours called Wednesday. Are you reminding yourself what day it is? Yes. Cementing it in there. But then if you just add a whole bunch of fun scenarios in front of it, it makes it seem more deeper than it is. That you're just reminding yourself what day it is. As you run through a field of daisies and (laughs) smell the crisp, clean rain fall from the skies, you'll know it's Wednesday. So how many times does it take for you to repeat to remember something? Usually seven. Seven? Most people, isn't it like three, the magic number? I don't know. I... Never remembered that. Ba-dum-ba. Hey, Wednesday. <laughs> um, all right, so let's talk about some fun stuff, some fun Wednesday stuff. What's something you've recently said that uh, that would make no sense in 2019? So, of course, we asked a whole bunch of people. We didn't ask them. The Pro Bible did. And uh, we asked this question. What's something that in 2019 you would have said that makes no sense? 2020 is half over. It's fair to say the world has changed a ton. A lot's been going on. So we're going to give you uh, give you a list of things that you never would have said in 2019. Uh, there's so many off the top of my head. Yeah, there's so many. And we'll get into that here in a second. But before we go any further, we just discovered uh, our kids' school district, their game plan is to go back to school five days a week starting next year. Full day, five days a now, week. Now it's weird because it seems to me I've done a little I've done a little digging. It seems that they're the only school district that's gonna be doing this. Well, I know the other elementary school district over here hasn't decided yet. Yeah. Other major one. So So there's other school districts that haven't decided. We know that the high school was like, ah, eh, two days on, uh, three days off. From I what know. I read they're not they haven't decided either. They're still hold, holding meetings. The high school district. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. went to their website earlier. Yeah, they're still holding meetings on it. So I don't know. So we'll see. And then will it be allowed? I mean, because, you know, here's the big the big players in this right when school's peaking is California, Texas, Florida. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Georgia, a little bit of Arkansas. But those are the three big ones. You got your Texas, California, and Florida. And they're all three struggling with it. They're all three different states by leaps and bounds, obviously, by who runs them. But it seems like the leadership has the same concept in each state, which is they want to wear a mask. We've been hearing this over and over again. You're now supposed to wear a mask. Keep your social distancing. So how do you how do you put kids back into school and keep social distancing when there's 32 children in that classroom? You can't. It's not possible. So are they going to hire more school teachers? They don't even have enough classrooms in most of these schools to pull that off. So even if you did have more teachers, you don't have enough classrooms. And that's what I mean. So what is the, how are they expecting to do the social distancing and the mask if they have no room, not enough teachers, not enough space? They haven't said so. Well, that's, 
It's a miracle. I, I have a feeling because our district did say flat out that parents have an option. They can send their kids to school or they can, they're setting up a new distance learning program for the year. So it's your choice as a parent to mm. do that, which it really was before. Don't, let's not lie. But um, I don't know how many kids are really going to be going this year. They may just have reduced sizes just. Because, because a lot of parents are going, nah, we're good. Yeah. I mean, I could see that happening, which isn't going to be for everybody. It's only going to be possible where there's a parent home or they have relatives that can watch them or help with their care, which well, not everybody has. It's going to be a tough this next year. If you thought 2020 was bad, wait till you 2021. That's when that's going to be called the, the return of 2020. It's almost like Star Wars. You had Star Wars, Return of the Jedi and A New Hope. Mm-hmm. 2021 will be a new hope, hopefully. Yeah. But that's after the Death Star gets destroyed. I think I'm just going to go hide till 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Might be safe then. Well, you never know. So we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to give you a list of things uh, you've said recently that would make no sense in 2019. Would make no sense six months ago. We'll give you those lists coming up. It's Danny and Kate. You're on the Danny and Cade show. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. We're going to give you a list of things that you probably said recently, but if you would have heard yourself say it in 2019, you would have said that makes no sense. Obviously, the world has changed a ton in the past six months. So there's a new trend on Twitter where people are answering the question, what's something you've said in the past six months that would have made no sense to you in 2019? And here are some of the top responses. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, they wouldn't let me into the bank because I wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> right? And all the Karens get angry at once. That's true. Number two, that was a beautiful Zoom wedding. Never would have said we that. We didn't know what Zoom was before this. Mm-mm, not many people did. Uh, so... <laughs> You found Clorox wipes? Well, it looks like someone's getting lucky in the house. Clorox wipes weren't that important in 2019. I don't think I would have said that anyway. Well, you might have. No. Uh, number four, just ate my 39th loaf of homemade bread and traded for the 40th of some toilet paper. Yep, homemade bread. We never made homemade bread during this. Nope, we went to the store. <laughs> we were okay with that. Uh, You're invited to my daughter's drive-by 10th birthday. (laughs) Yep. Ain't that the truth? I won't buy a couple of those. Six, uh, I might preemptively homeschool in the fall because it's going to happen next year anyway. We were just talking about that earlier. Seven, I'm glad those murder hornets weren't worse. Number eight, mom, dad, I don't care what you heard on TV. Please don't inject yourself with bleach. Things you wouldn't have understood in 2019. But we all understand now. So there they are. Of course, if you want to see the full list, you can by going to the Bro Bible. That's where I get a lot of my stuff from the Bro Bible. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? Bro. 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 I hate that word. I love bro. Ain't nothing wrong with bro. Don't discriminate. So um, yesterday we uh, had someone reach out to the show and they said that they were very, very excited about the sound effects. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
This was that person you using an alternate email? Mm. Okay. Nope, it was not. Sure. Yep, pretty sure it was. Okay. Uh, called in and said that was the funniest thing ever. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Hearing all the drops and the sound effects of all these fun things and everyone trying to guess who it is. Damn, Daniel, back at it again with I the think white that man. Was, you. It was not me. It was a very uh, avid listener who loves the show. Mm-hmm. Thinks that I'm hilarious. Who thinks, says, thinks that you're a little too testy sometimes. Who says the word drops? Uh, a little, that is a, a little that too is hilarious. A, that is a technical term. A little too hilarious. Uh, she said, uh, she said, and she's a hot lady. Single. Oh, really? Hot single yeah. uh, lady who. How would you know? Highly what in, kind of highly conversation did you have? She had a very erotic tone to her email. Um, she wrote into me and she said, Hey, you. Thanks. You know what for. Every single morning, you and the other lady make me laugh so hard. Cool beans. And I was like, what a nice compliment, you know? What a nice thing to say. That was cool. So thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I thank thought you. it was an email. Thank you for the email. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the email in. Where, where she said drops. Thank you. Like a DJ. Thank you for such a weird email. Ever- I would love to see this email. I deleted it. Thank Did you so you? much for you being. Know, if you deleted it, it's in your trash. <laughs> I threw away that too. <laughs> I delete. You know me. I always delete them to the trash. You double delete. I like to double delete. Get rid of all evidence. So anyway, to you, ma'am, thank you for um, everything. That was nice of her. And I agree with most of everything she said. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. Well, we're going to take a little break and uh, we're going to tell you about a new fragrance. A fragrance. We're going to tell you about a fragrance. It's one of those words I can't say. It's going to be a fun day. Fragrance. Fragrance. I'm saying it right, right? Yes. See, I said it right. Uh, it's been developed by NASA that smells like outer space. What does outer space smell like? Well, there's no air out there. It's devoid. It's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. There's no smell. So I'm curious to hear what this smells like. So we'll tell you about this new outer space fragrance coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So there's a new fragrance called Eau de Spesa. It's French. Eau de Spesa literally uh, smells like outer space, according to the makers. It was originally developed by NASA. You can order a bottle for $29 on Kickstarter. The people who make it says it smells like a mix of gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum. Mmm. Outer space smells like Arkansas. How does that, how is that what space smells like? I don't know. How many times have you been to outer space? I, to me, it's zero. I'm going to trust what they say. That outer space smells like gunpowder, steak, raspberries, and rum. Okay. Mmm, your house smells like outer space. Are you guys drunk and packing heat while cooking steak and raspberries? That's <laughs> a fun, it's a fun combination. I was completely blown away. No one had told me space smells. The smell was strong. And unique, nothing like anything I'd ever smelled on Earth before. Some kind of metallic mixture of other things that I just didn't know how to describe. Rarely a day goes by when I don't think about the smell 
That was from former astronaut Tony uh, Antonelli talking about the smell of space, how he does. He always thinks about the smell of space. But you bring up a good point. Isn't outer space like a void? It's a vacuum. So there's nothing there. So what? maybe what he's smelling is the recycled air? I have no idea. You can't physically go out there and smell it. Because you'll die. Yeah. So I that's got to be what the inside of the spaceship smells like, right? Exactly. It's recycled oxygen. Or the maybe suits? We should come up with other things that nobody could prove. <laughs> Do you it like, like BS. it is, it's total BS. Do you like the way outer space tastes? Well, now you can lick it every day with an outer space pop. It tastes like gun ammo, steaks, raspberry. <laughs> I don't. It's a weird combination. It smells fishy. Rocks, small dirt, pebbles, leftover manure. <laughs> These are weird flavors. I don't know if I like that at all. Either way, here's the here's another commercial for it. New from NASA, a fragrance like no other. Space, space. a not so subtle mixture of drool from the aliens. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt's chin drippings. <laughs> Earwax from Spock. I find your arguments strewn with gaping defects in logic. And Yoda's yarbles. <laughs> around you in zero gravity they may not be able to hear you scream but the smell is out of this world space one whiff and you'll wish you were in a vacuum space new from nasa (laughs) it smells great that really gets in there so weird yeah all right well we're gonna take a little break and return it's danny and kate Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So we got another Karen. Looks like we're going to have another Karen. There's another Karen behaving badly. This happened on Saturday when a woman wanted to buy beer and she was told she had to wear a mask. The clerk tells her she can buy uh, one. She then spits on the counter under the protective plastic partition. Oh, come on. Yeah. So here's the recording of that. Yeah, the argument. And that's been the fun part. People keep saying there's no law. There's no law. Um, You are correct. Both sides are correct in this one. Well, several states have put in actual laws. Some states have, but most states haven't. It's just a recommendation. But here's the thing. When you go into a business... They have the right to require you to wear a mask. So whether there is a law or not, they now have the right. It's their discretion as a business whether or not to conduct business with you. And if you don't comply, they don't have to serve you. They don't have to serve you. And this goes back to the gay marriage cake issue we had a year ago. There was a bakery 
that made a decision that they didn't want to make a cake for a homosexual couple because it was against their religion. And it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court said, yes, they have the right as a business to refuse service. To refuse service. So if you're mad about that and you were for that, you may need to rethink. That's what I'm saying. So the rules are in place for both sides. They also have the right to refuse service for you wearing a mask. Or not wearing a mask. Or not wearing a mask. Or asking for a certain type of item that they don't want to make. That's the that's the joy of owning a business. You have the right to refuse service to anyone. That's why they even put those signs up. So even before masks, this was an issue for beachside cities. Because when we lived in Hawaii, they didn't want you walking into the store barefoot. Mm-hmm. You had to put on shoes. And then they look, we don't want you not running around with no shirts on. You have to put on a shirt. So then they made up a rule. No shoes, no shirt, no service. It's their business. They're allowed to do that. That's what they're allowed to do. And you have a right to not shop there. Exactly. And you're exactly 100% entitled. If you do not want to shop there and you don't want to follow by their rules, you don't have to shop there. Then go somewhere else. But it is their right to to enforce whatever rules they have into place. So that's why I like watching these videos. And they always try to convince you that they have. Look, the minute you walk into someone else's property, you're now governed under their rules. That's how it is. It's their area, their property. Same thing's going to happen if you go to Disneyland. Same thing's going to happen if you go to if you try Target, to get on Walmart. an airplane, yeah, they're not going to let you on anymore. Yeah, they have, they have the right to, to do what they want to do. So you're just going to keep making these videos of getting, getting upset. There's no reason to get upset. Get it in your head right now. I, if I don't want to do this, then I can't go there. Right? Right. <laughs> Seems simple enough, but I guess sometimes so hard. Um, All right, so we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to give you the stupidest person of the day. Can't wait for it. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, today's stupidest person of the day is either the stupidest or the smartest. I guess we're going to find out in the next five years. But if you were to sell makeup to a gender, wouldn't you sell makeup to the female gender? I mean, if you're trying to make money, you would assume that's where you need to go. Turns out CVS is going the other route. They've decided to start selling makeup just for men. And they believe it's going to be a huge market that once it picks up, that men will start wearing makeup. Now, this isn't a crazy idea. Men used to wear makeup hundreds of years ago. Men in Hollywood wear makeup all the time. They wear makeup all the time in Hollywood. So that's why they look the way they do. They dye their hair. That's why during this quarantine, so many people were like, Will Smith has got gray hair. And he's like, yeah, I got gray hair. I dyed for movies. Okay. Right. So it is what it is. So will there be a mainstream acceptance of men wearing makeup? Will you have to share your vanity mirror with your man? Here's some news on that. Strix was started to help guys feel more confident in their own skin and look their best. We started off with a concealer tool here and a tinted moisturizer, which are designed to be really easy to use, but also discreet. Real men can wear makeup. Frank Sinatra, Clark Gable, Marlon Brando, David Beckham, 
the, all these guys we think of as classically handsome use makeup to enhance their looks and there's no reason that you can't. We exist for the guys that want that better looking skin but also want a quick easy fix and don't want to shop in the women's aisle which is why we also designed this to be very discreet, very tool-like. Mmm, discreet and tool-like. Manly makeup. Man makeup. So like I said, this is either the stupidest idea of the day or it's a genius idea. I don't know. But I'm leaning towards the the side of I don't think enough men will pick up on this to where it'll be money. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I think, and I think it's weird that like men are trained to be manly, like they can't take care of their skin and do things like that. Like you nope. age better uh -uh. if you wash your damn face and moisturize. Can that I doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman. There's only one way I'm moisturizing my face if I shoot it off with my gun. Okay, but it's totally fine, right? If you were uh, dealing with acne, wouldn't you use products to make the acne go away? What am I, 14 again? I ain't no boy, I'm a man. Grown men deal with acne too. I'm a man, man. So what's the difference between using medications for acne and just slapping a little moisturizer on your face? I don't know, I don't use either one. You should. Cause I'm a man, man. Well, retinol in there might help you, babe. All right, well, I, there it is. Your stupidest person of the day. We'll be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. Well, I'd love to tell you that something interesting happened last night on your late night comedy, but none of the shows were on. Not a single one of them. Not one show was on. Really? So, yeah, they're all off yesterday for whatever reason. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you uh, a stand-up comedian. Here's Jim Brewer talking about 4th of July fireworks. This is good. Enjoy. It's enough we got to gear up for 4th of July, which is another wasted American holiday. Though. <laughs> they ruined it. They ruined it. No longer in this country are we the people, ever. And fireworks is the perfect example of that. What runs this country? Corporations. What runs 4th of July? Corporations! I don't want to be on the bridge and have to show up at 2 in the afternoon because by 7 in the afternoon, there's 400,000 people. Fireworks in 11 more hours. We drove from Wisconsin to see these. And then anyone that ever does that has been to those celebrations once. Because you realize it's the dumbest event ever. Once you get caught going, wow, that one looked like it almost landed on us, right? This must be the grand finale. Well, there you go. And he's 100% correct about going to those things. I used to love going to them as kids, but as a grown-up, when you have kids, it is highly stressful when you're at an event and there's just thousands of people everywhere and there's things blowing up and you're like, oh, God, okay, we got to get out of here. We got to get in the car. We're going to wait in line. It's going to be three hours to get out. You're and thinking about, out. Yeah, thinking about parking. Yeah, parking. And, and then you're like, home. do we have enough food? And then, oh, there's only one guy here that sells food and there's a line. Oh, it's like 10 minutes. Jeez Louise. So To be a kid again. Right? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a little break and come back. It's Danny and Kate.
If it's on the internet, it must be true! Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. When is Adele dropping new music? From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Nichelle Turner. Adele is telling her fans they'll have to wait for new music. After an enthusiastic fan commented on one of her recent Instagram posts, albums coming out today, the Grammy winner posted, Corona ain't over, I'm quarantining, wear a mask and be patient. She hasn't released a new album since 2015. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, American Idol winner Fantasia Barrino is 36, In Living Colors' David Allen Greer is 64, and which boxing champion had a one-man show called Undisputed Truth? That would be Mike Tyson, who today turns 54. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next E.T. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Michelle Turner. Thanks, Michelle. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate show. So can we do potty humor for a second? Because I love potty humor. No, no potty humor. Okay, just a little bit. No, none. None. So Zero. Golfer mm-hmm. Ian Poulter, he ripped a loud fart at a Travelers Championship the other day. And since there's nobody there, like to make background noise, the TV cameras caught it. They got it all on tape. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a swing of a golf club and a fart all at the same time. So if you're ever curious, are these golfers nervous? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) He even said, did you get that? Supposed to be more silent than that. (laughs) Such a boy. No, don't. Stop it. (laughs) And this is why women will eventually figure out a way to not need men anymore. Prime example right here. Classic. So anyway. You know Kane Brown? He's a country singer. He has that song called Heaven. I love that song. Everybody's talking about heaven like they just can't wait to go. I don't listen to country. Because you're so super nice. You're my wife and you're beautiful. He sings it a lot better, though. Either way, he was performing his song Worldwide Beautiful at Sunday's BET Awards. It's a two-part segment where the video starts with the gospel singer Jonathan McReynolds doing his song People, and then it was all put together. So here's this. Let's see if you like this. You're missing every color. If you're only seeing black and white Tell me how you're gonna change your mind If your heart's on overboard We ain't that different from each other From one to another Look around and see worldwide beautiful Like that song. I like Kane Brown. I don't know how you don't like country music. I used to hate it when I was younger, but the older I've gotten, the more I'm like it. This speaks to me. It's very much about loving your wife and loving your family and how it's going to be okay. And I think country, there's a lot of drinking and driving in country, but not, you know, if you don't concentrate on it, (laughs) like, like I don't concentrate on all the drug use and hip hop music. There's drug use and country music too. Well, yeah, there's a lot from Blake Shelton. He constantly talks about smoking weed constantly. He must love it. There was one of his songs where he's talking about taking a Colorado hit and, 
And then the rest of them were talking about drinking a cold one and putting it in your console, going down an old dirt road. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I hear it. I see it. But I see it in all music. And if you weed through that part of it, just like with reggae, I love reggae music. A lot of drug references there, too. <laughs> I see a theme. Yeah, well, it's most mostly music. But I think it was, you know, so I, I, that's what I like about, I like there's certain country songs where it's just about love. And I have to be honest with you, when I think of these lovey-dovey songs, I think of you. So when you hear me singing these songs, I'm thinking about you. That's the truth. I mean, it's a nice sentiment, don't get me wrong, but I just, I don't like country music. All right. It's your thing, not mine. Well, speaking of music, Benny Mardonez died yesterday after a long battle with Parkinson's disease. He was 73 years old. He was known for Into the Night, which was a big hit in the 80s and again in 89, even though the song video uh, the, or the video was released uh, was about a guy in his 30s trying to get with a 16-year-old girl despite of her dad's objections. Ew. Some people called this the creepiest song ever made. You may or may not recognize it, but here you go. This was a number one hit song two times in a row. In but I want you to I would pick you up and take you into the night and show you love. This was a number one hit song in the oh, video. So he's a kidnapper. He's a kidnapper. Yeah, he was in his 30s trying to take a 16-year-old girl. That is disgusting. Out on the road. Not a country song. Classic. I think this is, is this boat? Yacht rock? Is this with this yacht rock? That's how yacht rock. I'm sorry, what'd you say? What is yacht rock? You don't know what Yacht Rock is? I've literally never heard that phrase before. Oh, life. come on, babe. Yacht Rock, it's the big deal. It's like a, it's a genre of music that people cruise and listen to on their yachts. It's super popular. Who do you know who has a yacht? Nah, people just listen to it on boats and it's relaxing. They do it whenever. But I know a lot of DJs that mix this stuff. Oh, God. It's Yacht Rock is what they call it. Google it. When you look up on your Apple Music, there's even a, a, a genre. I, I heard it and just heard old people music. That's all I heard. Well, it's kind of like that, but it's Yacht Rocky. Anyway, <laughs> okay, so there's that sure. guy. So we've gone down a, a music memory lane. We're going to come back in just a couple. We're going to take some phone calls. Why not? So stick around. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate Show. Good morning to you. So, you know, with restricted places opening up, if you're a single person or maybe in a relationship, you're thinking about where are you going to go on a date? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? And going on dates is a distant memory as the pandemic continues, but a new Twitter meme is trying to help people laugh as they socially distance. In the meme, Twitter users jokingly call people out for claiming to know a spot. I know a spot. I know a guy. Or an exciting place to take their date for a surprise outing. But instead of a good spot, the meme reveals a spot uh, to be somewhat undesirable. Some of them using unexpected locations, uh, most of them opting for upsetting, overwhelming, abstract places. It was pretty funny. So, for example, the uh, uh, one user made the location a hut from the horror movie Midsummer. Some people put an astrological twist on it, calling out various star signs, alleging altitudes towards dating. So it was kind of a jokey joke thing. But I guess it sparked this question. What is the worst place to take someone on a first date? What do you think the worst place is to go on a first date? 
I'll tell you right now, for me, it's a wedding. I've seen it happen. First date? First date at a wedding. Ooh. Do not do it. Yikes. It's awkward. Everybody's like, so how long have you guys been dating? We're not. It's our first date. Oh, my God. Seriously? Why are you here? Oh, she caught the bouquet. It looks like you guys are getting married next. Like, I just met him at Starbucks two days ago. Oh, no, no. Yeah, so it's never a good idea. So I, would, I would be mad if I was a bride and somebody brought a stranger to my wedding. Well, they're allowed to bring a plus one. They can bring whoever they I want. I know, but that's tacky. I agree. So what are the worst places to take someone on a first date? one 9981 Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What are you thinking? Oh, man. I once had a girl take me to a party on a first date with all her closest friends since she was eight. Mm. I was like meeting the family on the first date. It was so awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. I agree. Same deal. Uh, a party with close friends, a wedding. You're just around people that they all know each other. They're high-fiving, talking about jokes. And you're like, man, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. This isn't fun. And then how are you supposed to get to know her? Hey, yo, so you're here with Kelsey, huh? Oh, I mean, they're already over it, but she used to date Rob over there. Oh, really? That's cool. Thanks for bringing me here, Kelsey. Yeah, that's great, Kelsey. Let's go to line number two, 1-877-516-9981. What's the worst place to take someone on a first date? I think that going to a movie as a first date is, like, the worst idea. I Why? mean, how are you ever supposed to get to know anyone in a theater with no talking? So you should take someone where you can actually have a conversation and get to know each other. I mean, I guess. I appreciate you calling in, but usually there's dinner beforehand, and I think the movie's a nice break. And it gives you something to talk about afterwards. Like, oh, that was fun. It's an experience. I think it's always fun to have an experience with somebody. Because if you don't have an experience, then... What are you truly sharing? You just really like movies. And I love movies. <laughs> and I'm not asking I'm not movies. asking her out on a date, I'll tell you that much. Well, I would hope so. Exactly. Yeah, she's off my list. Good. I've I've whittled whittled it down to top ten then. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Who are those top ten then? Well, there's your sister. There's all of your friends. Mm-hmm. People that you may or may not have known that we met together at a gas station. <laughs> Farmers market people. Somebody come pick him up. <laughs> the lady who makes bread at the bakery. You can say anyone. Because <laughs> we're going to be here a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, and obviously you, you're number, you know, you're in the top three on that list. I hate you. <laughs> Classic. So funny. We're going to take a break and come back. Can't wait to tell you all about the next one. Do you like your crust on a pizza or is it a complete waste of dough? We'll tell you about Shaquille O'Neal and Papa John's teaming up to give you the business over the crust. We'll tell you what our kids think about the crust coming up in just a couple. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, you're on the Danny and Kate show. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. We're going to talk about pizza crust for a second. 1-877-516-9981. Where are you at? Do you like pizza crust? Our kids hate pizza crust. I love pizza crust. Whatever. Give me your crust. For me, it's like bonus uh, bonus dipping dough. Exactly. And then you get done and then you just turn it to the side and you use it to dip in the marinara sauce. It's a breadstick. Yeah. Why would you be mad at that? Well, Shaquille O'Neal's teamed up with Papa John's Pizza to create the shakaroni. 
With the pizza chain's largest slices to date, O'Neill is Papa John's board member and franchise owner. He came up with the idea of a 16-inch extra-large pizza that's topped with extra cheese uh, and 66 circles of pepperoni. It's cut into eight slices rather than Papa John's standard XL pie, which is cut into 10. If you order the shakaroni through August 23rd, Papa John says it will donate a dollar for each pizza towards uh, the Papa John's Foundation for Building Communities. It's expected uh, this pizza will be a limited edition menu item, but you never know. If you order enough of them, dear God, 66 circles of pepperoni just sounds like uh, heartburn to me. Nope, that sounds like just enough. <laughs> I hate when I order a pizza and it's got like two slice, mm. two pieces of slice. I, that's not a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, I want it covered. Well, do you like crust on your pizza or is it a complete waste of dough? one 516 Let's go to line number one. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, I hey. like crust on my pizza. I usually dip it in the marinara sauce that comes with my mozzarella sticks. See? That makes the crust like... I don't know, 10 times better. Yeah. It's also useful when using it as a, you know, a handle when you're eating a slice. I agree with you, <laughs> sir. Thank you for calling in. The handle. The handle. It's That's the funny. pizza handle. one 516 Let's go to line number two. Good morning. Okay, so what is the point of pizza crust? I don't want to eat bread. I want to eat pizza, you know, which is sauce. Dough, cheese, and topping, not just crust. Get rid of the crust and throw on some more cheese, please. Well, I don't want to, and I appreciate you calling in. I don't want to burst your bubble, but uh, crust is also dough. I don't know if you're aware of that. Yep. It's the same thing. The same thing on the bottom so, of the pizza. Yeah, so the bottom of the pizza is also the crust. It's in the same family. It's all crust. Mm-hmm, all of it's crust. It's one big crust. So... <laughs> I don't know. I guess the debate's out there. Uh, you can decide for yourself. New Yorkers, they get that big slice of pizza and they fold it in half. And then they shove it in their face because the New York slice is larger. I'd rather have smaller slices of pizza because then I feel like I'm tricking myself and I'm eating more pizza, but I'm actually not. Exactly. That's what I like doing. I like them cut extra thin. Yeah, I've had 19 thin slices of pizza, <laughs> which is the equivalent of eight normal slices of pizza. So I've saved. But it took you longer to eat. Damn right it did. It was more dipping. It was perfect. That's what they should do. All right. We're going to take a little break and come back. When we do, is there anything you've learned to permanently live without during lockdown? Is there anything you've freed the demons of in your life? We'll talk about that coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. So the big question we have for you is, is there anything you've learned to permanently live without during lockdown? Anything at all? that you've decided to get rid of during lockdown. A survey of 2,000 Americans who exercise at least twice a week, uh, uh, they did a Life Aid Beverage Co. Uh, survey. So this will probably lean towards gyms or beverages, is what I'm assuming. Survey of 2,000 Americans who exercise at least twice a week said that 24% of them say they will not be returning to gyms even once the pandemic is over. They are done with going to gyms. I'd say we're probably some of those people. Yep. 33% say once the pandemic is over, they will likely go to a gym less than they did pre-pandemic. But still 40% say they will be returning to a gym as usual as usual once the gyms reopen. 83% agreed they'd feel much more comfortable in gyms if everyone was wearing a mask. 83%. How are you going to work out with a mask on? And that's, for me, the reason I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go wear a mask and run. That's going to be impossible for me. 
And it's dangerous. I mean, there was those kids in Japan that died. They were running around outside with masks on and they they uh, hyperventilated. They couldn't breathe and get air in. As long as you're not wearing a heavy duty mask, you should be able to breathe just fine. But I, I'm wearing Even a heavy mind. duty mask. Well, I go in full mask. You can't wear that at the gym. I don't go in half mask. You have to do just a surgical mask. That's it. Over 90% said they'd be more vigilant about others wiping down equipment properly. Wipe that down, it's gross! You know what I do when I go even before all this? What? I wipe down the equipment before I get on it. You have to, some people are gross. Yep, they don't Seven, wipe down. 75% say they feel they need to put some overtime in in order to get back into shape after the lengthy quarantine. I think me and you've been doing a good job. We've been working out pretty hard during the quarantine. Mm-hmm. So. I'm proud of our status right now, so we'll see. But either way, one 516 Is there anything you've learned to permanently live without during lockdown? What do you think? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What do you got for us? It's weird. I've actually gotten used to my boyfriend cutting my hair. I have a very simple style, and all it really needs is a trim every now and then. Mm. He does it in like 10 minutes, and that's that. He does a good job with it, too. I'm not going to lie. So no more hair salons for me for a while. I'm good. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, My wife would disagree with you. She needs a hair salon. I would disown you if you cut my hair. Well, I mean, I could do it. It just wouldn't be nice. No, do not touch my hair. I'd Mm -mm. cut. You know what? That's actually Mm -hmm. a fun thing. Here's what we'll do is next time you're asleep, I'll cut your hair. No. And then you wake up, and if you like it, great. I'm a hero. And if you don't like it, well, it'll grow back. You can't cut someone's hair while they're lying down. Oh, I bet I can. I bet you could, but it's not going to be decent. (laughs) And I'll just, you know, shave random parts of your body hair. I'm already, go ahead. I don't care. I'm already shaved. I'm bald. Yeah, your head's bald. You could shave my back. I could just take little strips out of your beard, you little lines. <laughs> ah, that'll be fun. Ooh, your eyebrows too, I can make you match. Vert- Game nice on. I agree, this is a fun thing we should do. If you come near me and your, your scissors, I will divorce you. <laughs> Back off. Let's go to line number two, one 516 Is there anything you've learned to permanently live without during lockdown? Good morning. Hello? Yeah, yeah I learned to live without sports. Normally around this time of year, I would totally be invested in baseball season. Yeah. But right now, I don't even care. I'm watching movies, reading books, and even running occasionally. You know, I still miss it, but I can live without it if I have to. Yeah, and I appreciate you calling in. I've come to that conclusion, too. Every time I see a sports team, somebody wearing a, a Cowboys jersey or a Raiders jersey, and I'm like, oh, I remember when football exists. Back in the day. Yeah, that's that's a relic of an old time. Back when we used to think, like, oh, this is important, two teams playing each other. Now we're like, oh, this is important. Creating a vaccine. <laughs> it's a little different. I don't know. Basketball's coming back. Hopefully it'll be a nice little distraction. I'm not normally a big fan of basketball, but hell, when they're only doing like, I forget, what was it, like 15 games each team or something? I mean, it's not a lot. So each game is going to really matter now. It may be a better uh, formula for the NBA. I mean, they can't make as much money, and but since no one's going in and they're just doing it on TV anyway. And I'm just going to pretend like it doesn't exist like normal. Like you normally do. Mm -hmm. That's what she normally does. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and come back and we'll ask you the all important question. Have you ever been too restless to watch anything new? Have you ever been too restless to watch anything? Uh, There's a lot of people out there that are saying that they are just becoming restless. They need to get out of their house. They can't do this anymore. Other people are like, dude, I'm in love. I got Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, HBO Max. I'm good to go. 
So we'll see where you fall on the spectrum coming up in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Hey, good morning. You're on the Danny and Kate show. Thanks so much for being with us today. So more people have been canceling their subscription services as pandemic continues. The act of canceling a streaming service is referred to as the churn in the industry. Research firm Parks Association says the overall churn rate rose 41% during the first quarter of 2020, up from 35% from that same period in 2019. Parks Associates say this is a gauge of consumers experimenting with streaming services during COVID-19 shutdowns. Also, several new streaming services have launched the past few months, including Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, and HBO Max. The researchers say 8% of U.S. households with broadband internet report they have subscribed to at least one new streaming service since the pandemic began. We have all of them in our TV, so I guess everybody does what works for them. So my question for you, have you been too restless to watch anything new lately? Are you watching uh, old things? Are you watching new things? What are you What are you watching? 1-877-516-9981. Let's go to line number one. Have you been too restless to watch anything new lately? I've actually been catching up on a lot of shows that all my friends have seen and I have not seen them because I've skipped them. And it's been good to finally talk about the shows and yeah. I finally don't feel left out when they quote the shows or mention a scene that I like. There you go. Like the office. You finally know what everyone's referring to. Yeah, we've gone through all of them. We caught up on um The Flash, saw all six seasons of The Flash. Would highly recommend that show, by the way. Outstanding. A lot of fun. But once it's done, it's done. Let's go to line number two, one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Uh have you been too restless to watch anything new lately? During quarantine, I always have these really ambitious ideas about what I'm going to watch. I'll highlight these really interesting and thought-provoking documentaries, but when I sit down in front of the TV, I always just end up throwing on a comedy. I've watched a hundred times, like, The Office and Parks and Recreation. See? That's what I was just talking about. I appreciate you calling in. I know those those seem like uh, familiar, safe, uh, brings up good memories type comedies. I like that stuff. Um, All right, well, we're going to take a little break and come back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate.